Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Questions without notice. For WD40, register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. Jump on, get involved. Questions without notice, 1300 736 736. You can give us a call, 0433 uh, And it gives us a chance to, because they've got so many text messages that come through here trying to work them out. Someone's abusing us about uh, research, saying that Voss and Lynch were co-captains in premiership years. Well, I went and double-checked before I said that, and um, according to the official Bible, which we have here in our studio alongside, Voss and Lynch were co-captains from 1997 through until 2000, and then, according to the book, Michael Voss was the standalone captain in 2001 and they went on to win three premierships in a row. So we'll, we'll accept That would be right. That would be right. apology for that abusive person. Early in the program, we spoke to Jeremy Cameron and uh, he talked about the way that he played instinctively. I think the same thing applies with Collingwood fans. I think they'll go to the game wanting to clap and cheer for Joel Selwood. But I think when they see him out there running around instinctively, they'll be booers. And it's not something that... Joel should hold against them, or Cats fans should hold against them. I know you're saying this with a mischievous grin in your face. No, in your I'm eyes. not at all, Gary. I have complete faith that one of the greatest champions of the modern era will be celebrated in the appropriate way when he walks around the ground with the flag prior to Collingwood and Geelong kicking off Friday night. I also believe that Joel will be expecting to be booed by some segments of the crowd there, and he will not be offended in any way by it. He, he will know that he's not going to get a rousing reception from the Collingwood fans. I think they will because it's – yeah, this has come through. I'm all for the banter during the games and a good old sledge and a boob. I think once the player retires, you respect you respect and applaud the career they they have served. That's from a Collingwood diehard Paul from Northgate. I think that's exactly what's going to happen, Paul. Okay, I think there'll be a little bit of booing, and I think Joel will expect that, and I think that he'll also accept that as being part of the game, and he'll wear a wry smile as he runs around the MCG. Okay. It's going to be a fitting send-off, though, isn't it? There'll be 90,000-plus Friday night, don't don't you think? No, not 90, no. Not for Geelong, uh, Collingwood, not 90. Oh, they've got to come down. I think you'll be talking uh, high 70s. Okay. You may, you may click, it may click over okay, to an I'll 80. I'll say 80 plus okay. because uh, they've got to come from the cattery. But what about Richmond Carlton on fr- uh, Wednesday night? Uh, Thursday night? Yep. What uh, do you think? Nudge and 90. Yeah. Sold out, isn't it? I hope so. Yeah. Magnificent. Well, this is, it'll be huge. The, the expectations on both these sides are big. I've been watching a little bit of TV this morning while you've been talking. Yes. Um, a couple of times I've just drifted off while you've been having a conversation with Sammy <laughs> Edmund this morning. Fox <laughs> is showing a TV program. They're previewing the season. I haven't oh, yeah. seen you pop up on this. No, Are no. you not allowed to be exposed at this early part of the year? Uh, um, you got to put Some of the horses you've got to put over the jumps before the real stuff wisp. So they just give a little blowout to the boys, have a little run before the real stuff starts. Okay, I'm just going to run through some of the players I've seen so far then, former players. So Geordie needs a bit of a run? 
I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it. Kingy needs a run? Give him a run over the jumps. Lee Montagna needs a run? Couldn't hurt him. He looks in good shape, uh, uh, Joey, doesn't he? He's in ripping shape. He's yeah. had a great summer. He's, he calls it um, basketball for Fox as well. He's, he's branching out very, very nicely. I didn't know that. I don't think Joel will be running around with a bandage on his head. What do you think? That would be a nice tongue-in-cheek. If halfway around he just whipped out a bandage and bandaged his head, I don't think he, he's, he's too self-aware um, to do that, but some of the characters would do something like that. That would be funny. Have you got cobwebs on your tractor? What? Have you got cobwebs on your tractor? Mate, when was the last time you actually drove your tractor around your property? Down last there? week. Right. And why have you got cobwebs on it then? Well, probably because there's a spider in there. Is it the only mechanical appliance you've got down there <laughs> at the moment that is in working order? <laughs> no, I've got my, uh, my little buggy back, so I'm ready to go. Um, I don't know why I'm going to ask you this, but I'll ask you it anyway. The um, ashes over it, we, hopefully we might be there, uh, um, who's going to captain Australia in the Ashes? Um, well, you'd expect that Cummins will be back at that stage, would you not? I, I, well, let's hope that – well, we hope for the best for Pat Cummins in the horrible family situation he finds himself uh, in at the minute. But, yeah, assuming that both Pat – that Pat's available and going, yeah. Yeah. Um, to all those people out there that think that I'm having a crack at Collingwood fans, I'm not. I'm saying that it would apply to any fan, I would think. I don't think so. Yeah, I do. No. I do. No, I do. I, I'm not I'm saying – I'm also being saying, told I'm naive. But I'm I, not saying all the fans. I'm just saying when they see Joel Selwood running around, it's an opposition player, then there will be some sections of the crowd that will boo. I'm not advocating if, no. people to boo. I'm just saying that I think it will happen. Okay, so if he was playing against Essendon yep. or Melbourne yep. – I or, think I think there'd be Melbourne fans that would boo. No, certainly think, not. And I think there would be Essendon fans no, that are booing too. I don't agree with that. It's a, it's almost like um, a booing a, a booing of flattery. That's what it. And would for be. all the people that say, yeah, they boo him and he, they boo. Yeah, I get it. The That's players, what fans do. No, yeah. On game day in the heat of battle, I get it. You know, when the actual players are playing, he's retired. It's his one time to do his celebratory lap. I don't think he'll be booed. And they will send him off with a little bit of a boo. Mix in Diamond Creek. What do you reckon, Mick? What a terrific show, boys. And Tim, you're a brilliant player, and so are you, Gary. But Mr. Wisps, where's your memory, may I ask? Uh, about what, Mick? Uh, well, Geordie Dugowie, not sorry, Pendles won a Norm Smith medal, mm. the last one he won. And what did your supporters do? Yes. What did Buck get up and say? Well, some of them on. booed. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, nothing wrong with my memory, Mick. I remember it well. Yeah, I'm just staring at you, Timmy. You've got a great show and you're a great footballer. Good on you, Mick. Good on you, Mick. No, fans I think Mick, boo. That's Mick, the point, though, that, Mick. Fans that, boo. That's what Tim's saying. He doesn't. He's not absolving the Essendon supporters. He lumps them into the same category. Yeah. Well, I'm like putting words in your mouth. No, you're putting words in my mouth. But everybody, <laughs> everybody, the, the fans boo. That's what they do. There's a passion that's uh-huh. built up and they have favourite players and they have players that uh, they admire, but they still want to boo them. And Joel Selwood's been one of those players. Gary, please give me mate Brooks a shout-out. He's a Mad D's fan. <laughs> Who? Brooks. Brooksy. There's a shout-out for you, Brooks. Uh, 8.30 News is here. Questions without notice will continue. When's your um, landscaping man coming on? Uh, as soon as um, old mate at the back there can uh, find him. Okay. 
It's International Women's Day today. You're aware of that, Whispers, of course. You've yes. got your top ten coming up. Um, it's There's a th- three exhibition cricket games being played tonight in Pakistan at Roll Pindi Stadium. Players from all over the world are playing and participating using the banner of Level the Playing Field. That's a nice touch. My, uh, niece, I like that. My cousin's daughter's playing as well. I like that. It's on KO at 8 p.m. Good luck to Tess and the crew that are going to be doing that. And Matt out there, he says, Wolf, can you confirm the rumour that Joel will be doing the lap before round one game with a duck under his arm? I don't. I think that's a bit of a joke, isn't it? <laughs> Is that right? There's been lots of good-natured jokes. Yes. And you're right. We're uh, just having fun. Joel would be all taking it in good nature. There's a Melbourne supporter that texted her and said, damn straight I'd do him. <laughs> Hey, with that, uh, over for the fourth test in India, yeah, okay? Yes. Um, which of the decks would you choose? Would you go for the nude, <laughs> the nude one or the grass one? That's such a great question because we've had um, superb success in the third test with our spinners, with uh, mm. Naif taking 10 wickets in a, in a match, with uh, Kuhneman bowling beautifully, Murphy bowling beautifully. So you'd almost say, yeah, we'll take the spinning deck even though it would seem to play into the hands of the Indians with mm. their spin attack. And, and the commentator, of course, uh, who you listen to? Suchin Tendulkar. Or if you get a real green top, do you go, yeah. okay, let's unleash um, Cummins and Stark and Green and see if we can blast them out. Yeah, but they've got a couple of uh, nice trundlers too, haven't they? They have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a couple of good fast bowlers, but I think they're rely more on their spinners than we would. Mm, I think the uh, I love the I love the concept though. Let's 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 produce six pitches and then just work out which <laughs> one we're gonna do when the sides announce. You get to choose. That would be that would be a novel way to start the test series though, wouldn't it? You yeah. walk along there and you get to vote for which of the pitches well, you want to play the test point. series on. But the, the little twist in the tail would be you prepare three wickets. Yeah. And then the opposition chooses which one they want. Yeah, but you blindfold the captain and you spin them around a couple of times and then they've got a point at the deck they want to play on. Okay, we've been waiting for this all morning. We're going to take a break. We'll clear the decks. The international It's International Women's Day. There's all sorts of lists in the Age and the Herald Sun and everywhere else. The Power 100, the most powerful women in sport, that is administrators or actual sports women. Uh, Minji Lee, in one of the lists I saw, was at 76 Yes. Gee, there must be some unbelievably powerful women if there's 75. You're looking at the age list, are you? I don't know which one I was looking at. But the definitive list of 10 is coming up with the Wisps list. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Hey, thanks for being a part of the program today. Um, unbelievable interaction on the old temper text machine. Love it. We love it. We love it. And thanks for calling through. You might be in the, well, you will be in the running to win a Toyota Hilux Rogue at the end of the year. We are going down the rabbit hole after our program. So we've got the, the uh, podcast on today. Go on any uh, of the places you listen to your podcast and you'll see the rabbit hole. Episode four coming up. Big episode today. It's a massive episode. episode. It's a massive episode. Uh, You have never, ever spoken about this before in great (laughs) detail. I'm very much looking forward to you the day that you hosted. In fact, you hosted the program, Today program on Channel 9 for a whole week back in in 2003, didn't you? My word. My word. That was the day I fell off my couch laughing. The Toyota Call of the Year is back, as we said. Um, Get in the running for the Toyota Hilux. Righto. 
International Women's Day, Tim Watson's list of the most power. Is this, am I accurate in saying, is this is your most, 10 most powerful women in sport? In this country. In Australia. Just in Australia, yeah. All right. Australia. Start at 10 and work your way down. Okay, number 10. Number 10, one of my favourite basketball players of all time, returned to the Australian team, Lauren Jackson. Nice. The AFL's Kylie Rogers. Eight, well, somebody. Oh, hang on, hang on, A lot of people would know who Kylie Rogers is. Well, she's the most powerful, most senior person in administration at the AFL. Why so female. Yes. Yes. Well, Gary, <laughs> it's the most powerful women in sport. Yes, she's female. <laughs> righto, righto. Just to back over that. Righto. Eight, mm-hmm. Daisy Pierce. Seven, Meg Lanning. Yes. Six, Emma McKeon. Wow. Yep. Five, Carolyn Wilson. Four. Hang, hang on. Hang on. I'll get back to that. Four, Minji Lee. Yes. Seven. Three, yep. Gay Waterhouse. Wow, yes. Two, despite the fact that she's retired from the game of tennis, Ash Barty's still hugely influential You've still got and Ash powerful. Barty at number and Number two, two. And number one, no surprise. Come on. Sam Kerr. Right. There it is. Now, Lauren Jackson, Kylie Rogers, Daisy Pierce, Meg Lanning, Emma McCann, Caro uh, Wilson, Mindy Lee, Kai, Gay Waterhouse, Ash Barty and Sam Kerr. Yep. There's lots of people in there that, you know, I'm looking at one in the Herald Sun today. It's just in the eye of the beholder. Yes. You, you've gone not as administratively heavy. You've gone administratively from an AFL point of view. Yes. That's okay. I've gone heavy on what I believe is the marketability and the influence that they weld because of wheel. the performances or wheel because of the performances they produce on the sporting arena too. Cut that up for Pigger Show. Um, what did I say weld? <laughs> yeah. Caroline Wilson at five is high for someone who's semi-retired. Yes, but she's still – the influence that she has still in, in this Australian country, rules footy. In Australian rules football right across the country. Not, a, not, not, a, not beyond Australian rules footy, though. Well, yes, by extension uh, she has because she's influenced a lot of young women around the world that you can um, – um, you can participate in what has largely been seen as a male-dominated area yep. and be as right. powerful and as outspoken as what she has been during that period of time and respected, yes. Well, it's a very nice list. I'll give you the top 10 that's in the uh, Herald Sun today and you might explain why, how come they were unlucky to miss out of your list. Okay. And Gay Waterhouse, for, you know, for obvious reasons, here in Australia no, as no, well. No, I'm not arguing. I'm well, just... it sounds like you are. No, You're I'm trying not... to pick holes in my list now. No, I am not. I'm just trying to um, get some uh, get you to expand on a couple. Yes. Well, there are some out there that, you know, like – Annika. Know, there, are, there are other nominations too. You know, Steph Gilmore's coming through, Elise Perry, Jamie. Yeah, all those. But this is my list. That's right. It's your list. I did consider all of those females – um, but this is my top ten. So this is the Herald Sons. Annika Wells, she's the federal sports minister. Yeah, but you you didn't, and neither nor Gina Reinhart. No, I no. Well, do you think most powerful women in sport? Do you think Gina well, she, Reinhart? Well, she's involved with the Olympic Committee. I know, committee I know, what, I know Gary. I know who swimming. she is. I know what she does. Okay, well, we'll but I didn't have her in my top crispy ten. slams. Right, uh, Josephine Sukar, who's the Australian Sports Commission chair. Yep. Yep, I very would, powerful. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known Josephine. No. Ash Barty, you got. Anastasia Palaszczuk. 
Queensland well, Premier. Well, that's right. Yep, Queensland Premier. Siobhan McKenney, you should have had. She's the chairman, chairman of the Fox L Media Group, broadcasting. Well, group. you're just throwing your name up because you're employed by them. But very true. Yeah. Katie Page, who is um, the CEO of Harvey Harvey Norman. Harvey Norman, yeah. Very very big in the racing industry. Yep. Um, what else have they got? Here? Oh, Kate Campbell, they've got who's on the Olympic Committee yep. board. Yep. She would have been a strong contender for your list. Very much so. Gay Waterhouse, you've got, got gay. and they agree with you that Sam Kerr is Matilda's captain and the most visible uh, female soccer player. Yeah, Australian athlete in the world, probably, yeah. on the world stage. Jamie Carr, I think there's a bit of a personal vendetta in there, given that she's chosen not to ride Anna Visto in the Group 1 Coolmore on the weekend, otherwise she would have had her in. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> was, think, she was knock, it, she was knocking on the door. We she talked was. about Mark Robinson and Essendon earlier. I think you've got a bit of a jaundiced view when it comes to Jamie now. Ideally would have loved to have had her on Ana Vista at the weekend. Yes, I would have, uh, but I completely understand that she has a prior engagement. Yep. Uh, yeah, lots of feedback coming through. Um, Sonia Hood and, uh, Jen Watt are in the list in the Herald Sun. They're yep. in the top 50, I think, as CEOs and- yep. Um, uh, Peggy O'Neill would have been in there as well. Yep. You can't fit them all in, Gary. You can't fit them when all you're doing in. a list. That's one of the problems with doing a list. Yeah, that's right. You'll Quit. learn that one day if you're ever putting your, well, yourself out there to do a list. <laughs> well, I'm the host. They like Wispy's lists. <laughs> it's coming through loud and <laughs> do clear. Do they? Do they? Matthew Lloyd said, "It's a question without notice." He says the bombers are got to be they're got to be tougher and nastier if they don't want to finish near the bottom. Have you got that as a priority for the Essendon Footy Club to climb the ladder? Yeah, they need to be – you want to see them play with a lot more general aggression. Now, I don't know whether or not you slip over into nastiness. I don't know whether it's nasty is the right word to describe. He, he didn't like the Dylan – the non-reaction to Dylan Shield. Yeah, I, I know that. But I think you've got to be – I think they've got to be more competitive – Minute by minute in games, as an Essendon person, that's what I would like to see them be. So is that nasty or is well, that tougher? Or? Sometimes it might be nasty. Sometimes it might be tougher. Right. But as a general rule, I just want to see them be more competitive and be more – you know what I want to see them? I want them to be more difficult to play against. That's a very simple request. Have you passed that on to Brad? I will be, yeah. Will the Queen's birthday game or round be renamed the King's birthday game? The what? The Queen's? <laughs> Prickly. Will the Queen's birthday <laughs> game be renamed the King's birthday game? Hip, hip, hip. Um, mm, yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, you have to, don't you? You, you sure about that? Yeah, well, we have to. We've got a king now. We That's don't have right. a queen anymore. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Well, you want to go non-binary, do you? No, I agree with you. King, you were going to say no. You're trying to trip me up here. Yeah. No, yeah. it would be the king's birthday, Collingwood v. Melbourne. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just call it Chuck Day? You got any questions at all, well, prickly pear over there? No, I'm, oh, the, I'm on the back foot here. Very prickly. <laughs> I've got a message foot. come through that I agree with. Oh, Wisp's pretty prickly today. <laughs> Why are you so prickly? Pete's in prayer. <laughs> Good morning, Pete. Jeez. Oh, no, I'm a bit prickly. Ornery. I could not be happy. I'm having a fleeting moment of happiness. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call, boys. Um, surely we don't have to tell one of the ex-Cray brothers to go tell his side that they have to be tougher. Surely that will be number one on his list of things to do. 
Yeah, Pete, I'm 100% because I've got this long-held view that a team over time develops the personality of the coach, and uh, that was definitely the way that he played, and I don't think he'll stand for anything other than ultra-competitive players when they step out there. Good call. Good call. Good, Good call. call. Um, did you have a question or not? No. I don't <laughs> have a question. <laughs> I'm copying a serving here. <laughs> Thank you. Vine, for... who, who are the people that are texting you privately, by the way? I, I, I want names. I had one text from who? a high, high-powered media person. A high-powered media person? Yes. Which organisation? starting times of the Friday night footy. That was all. Oh, it's got tense in here. I don't know what I did. All I did was ask the question and you delivered. Again, as you do every single time you're on the radio. Thank you. Have a break, please. And then another break. <laughs> oh, boy. 